When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Eagle Eyed View, our Crystal Palace podcast. My name is Robert Warlow, I'm here at the Amex Stadium and I've been joined by football writer Mark Ritson to review tonight's draw with Brighton Hove Albion, finished 0-0 here at the Amex Stadium. Mark, you were here with me, uh, it, was, um, it wasn't was a bored 0-0 was it, it was an no. entertaining one and Palace will be pleased to come away with a point. Yeah, no, I, th- I completely agree, I think, uh, you know, it were, I think maybe a lot of... Um, you know, fans would have been remembering what happened four and a half years ago in that championship player final second leg. And, you know, the first time these two teams have met in the Premier League, there was a lot of hype about it because of the rivalry. But um, but, but in the end, you know, looking at it from a football perspective, I think Palace have got to be happy picking up a point here in, in a local derby against their bitter rivals um, in the situation that they're in. You know, it's a clean sheet. Their first clean sheet in the league... Um, which I think is a, a fantastic, um, you know, I say start, but it's in this little run of games that everyone has been going on about where Palace can really kickstart you know, their season and, and get away from the relegation zone. So yeah, it's three games unbeaten, um, our first clean sheet in the league and, and, and it's something to build on massively now for, for West Brom Jalbin on Saturday. They look solid today, didn't they? I mean, there were chances for both sides, there's no hiding from that. I mean, Palace could have could have nicked it, but so could Brighton. You know, they they both had their chances in the game, but Palace didn't really look like they were being carved open at any point. No, I mean Brighton's, you know, out wide they had Izquierdo and not Cart, and, and they were lively. They were lively. Izquierdo faded as the game went on, but you know it was always a good battle with with Joel Ward on the right uh, and Jeffrey Stuck on the left, and um, and I think it was only natural you're going to see Knock Hart step up his game in the second half, but. You know, I felt they dealt with it overall um, really well. I thought Tompkins was outstanding um, through himself uh, at everything. Um, he seems to have found some really good form as well, and he's you know that place is his now. You can't see him being dropped um, alongside Sacco um, and Hennessy. Let's give Hennessy some credit. You know, tonight he um, he made three really you know I say really good saves, but he probably had to make the saves um, three saves in the first half. Didn't have much to do in the in the uh, in the second half, and of course, obviously, Andrews Townsend saved um, Palace with a goal line clearance mm. from uh, a certain Glenn Murray. Yeah. So um, all in all, Palace dug deep, mm. and it was a, a, I keep saying it, a really good point. Um, but but yeah, for me, hats off to for, for the defensive unit tonight, definitely. And as I said, Palace could have you know they had a couple of chances themselves. Obviously, a great double save from uh, Matt Ryan in the first half for, for, you know, to keep Brighton, keep it in nil-nil. Um, 
first of all denying Christian Benteke and then and then Wilfred Zaha incredible save really on the follow up. Well, I mean, you look at the chances in the game, and I mean, they they were Palace's best chances. Mm. Um, you know, it was a great save from Ryan to you know to, to deny Benteke, and let's give Benteke a little bit of credit because he had to really stretch, mm. you know, and be brave to get to that ball. Um, it was a good save, and I think. Uh, you know, we spoke to Wilfred Zaha after the game and, you know, the ball's come out to him at, at an awkward angle, he says. So he's tried to be, he's just tried to like, just have, just rebound it really mm. um, in terms of he hasn't had enough time to, to set himself because the ball's come at him at such an angle mm. that he hasn't been able to get maybe enough, as enough power. You know, he, he did side foot it, didn't he? Mm. People thinking, oh, why don't you just smash it in, Wilf? But yeah. I think it's because the, the pace it came at him and he wasn't expecting it. Mm. That's why he just had to take the shot straight away. And it was it was a play shot. So Ryan's been able to get down again to make the save. But but yeah, uh, again, that they were Palace's best chance of the night. Talking of Christian Benteke, obviously he was involved with that chance. You and I both sat there and watched it. Really wanted a little bit more from him though tonight. We really did. Um, that was all he uh, really did. And, uh, you know, we heard radio journalists behind us. I, th- I think... They were stunned. I don't think they cover Palace as often, and I think they were stunned with such a poor performance from him. And, I, and I've got to agree. I, I just, it was just, I don't know. It, there was just nothing from him. You, they, Palace are in trouble. They need more up front. You know, it cannot be just down to Wilfred Zaha and Andrew Townsend trying to carve out chances. You know, okay, maybe he needs a bit of help, perhaps, and and that would have fallen on, say, Loftus Cheek through the middle. Who again? I, let me just touch on that. I thought Loftus Cheek faded tonight. He started off well, but, but he faded. Um, I don't think he can say he had a good game. But 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 Christian Benteke, um, I know he's just come back from injury, and maybe he needs some games to get back in. But you know, if if Palace are looking to bring in another striker in January, you you'd say you would bring in someone on the back of that performance tonight. I I, I wasn't I wasn't happy with Benteke's performance at all. No, I know. As you say, it's a fair point that he's just come back from injury, and you know certainly there's there's match fitness to you know build up. But then again, he got ninety minutes there, you know, and, and that's that's yeah. the first ninety minutes he's had in you know over two months, and and you know perhaps it's a bit hard to judge him completely on one performance. But again, I think you you are right that you you know looking forward in the next few games, you want more from him. Yeah, no, definitely, and and we all know he's fantastic in the air. But then that that says to me he's that's all he can do. He doesn't score that many goals with his feet. Let's not hide behind that fact. He doesn't. He is an aerial um, striker. Um, and if he's not scoring with his head, then you just don't see him doing anything at all. Tonight, he didn't even have many chances in the air anyway. No, not in the air. I mean, the one, as you, we mentioned earlier, fell to him at his feet, at his feet you know, yeah. when, when Ryan made the save. So, uh, yeah. It, it was a game of few clear-cut chances, really, wasn't mm. it? And you know, you, you, defenses were largely on top. So there's a, there is that, you know, it, as much as you can say he didn't have a good game, perhaps you know you have to give a bit of credit to Shane Duffy and Lewis Duncan how they handled him and and kept him quiet. Yeah, no, I, I, that, that's 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 fair. That's fair. And and I thought again, the, the Brighton defence did all they could tonight to limit Wilfred as well. I thought Wilfred at times, you know, did look good as we'd expect. But he maybe didn't get that fluidity, that that you know, what we normally see from him, right? You know, taking players on with ease, beating them with ease. He didn't really get that tonight. So you know, Brighton's again, it was it was a defensive performance from both teams. So and and you know, hence why it was a goalless result, and that's why 
defence, you know, you've got to take their hats off to both sides tonight for that. But um, but yeah, just it's, Christian Benteke. Okay, look, let's not be let's not be too harsh on him. Okay, if he's just come back from injury, give him a run of games. These are an ideal run of games, in fact, as well. Um, and hopefully, um, you know, I'll be eating my words in a few games' time. But for Palace, you know, as we said, there are positives. Not only a clean sheet and a first point on the road this season, but that's now three games unbeaten. Yep. You know, that's building on that two-one win against Stoke. You know, which I think did give them a big confidence boost going into this game. And yeah, they've got to keep this going, now, haven't they? They always knew Palace that these this run of games on paper, which everyone went on about. I think it was like seven or eight games on paper where you think, right, this is where Palace are going to pick up. Yeah. This is where they're going to kick start their season. And, you know, managers, players can say all day long, it's, you know, every game's tough, whether you're playing some at the bottom or top. But come on, realistically, the teams Palace have got to be getting results off. You know, are your West Broms, are your Bournemouths, your Brightons. Yeah. Um, I know they've got, you know, Watford coming up as well, Leicester. But again, you still expect Palace to be getting points off these sort of teams. Yeah. So this was always a massive, massive run um, to define their season. I think, they, they, and so three games and beating, as you say, Rob, it's 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 good. That will good, you know, give them the confidence, and and the clean sheet will give them confidence. Um, go to West Brom on Saturday. They'll remember exactly what they did there last season, um, winning there when Wilfred and Andros scored, and um, of course. If we touch upon it, a certain Alan Pardew could be in charge of West Brom. It's funny how football works, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, I know that Roy Hodgson was asked this at his press conference ahead of today's game, and he said, you know, you might come up against the next Palace manager on Saturday. And he was like, well, that won't be the first time that Palace will come up against the next manager, will it, in the Premier League? Because he said it's the same sort of names that keep coming up, you know, going around and around on the old managerial merry-go-round. And he's right, you know, I mean, the, the likes of. Your Tony Pulis, your, your Sam Allardyce, your Alan Pardews—you know these are, are names that mm. do, do keep cropping up for for jobs, don't they, in the Premier League? And yeah, it looks pretty pretty nailed on now that that Alan it looks Pardew... like he's going to sign a deal till twenty twenty. That's what um, I've been hearing tonight. So if it is Alan Pardew, then I'm sure that you know the, the 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 players will be looking forward to seeing him again. You know, let's not forget. You know, he did try and improve the club as much as he could. He tried to bring an attacking, entertaining style of football, you know, and we saw that at times. And of course, in the end, his way of playing got found out at the back. But, um, you know, a West Brom team who aren't really renowned for their attacking flair, no. um, you know, they might have that foundation from the back. And with him, you know, guiding them, they could be a team with a bit of flair moving forward, If mm. it, you know, if it is him. Mm. So, um, in, in that case, Palace will have to have another defensive performance as they did tonight to, to, to come away with something definitely at West Brom. But what a first game for him, if, if you know, <laughs> yeah, of course. Crystal Palace, your old side, you know, all right, it's a home game for them for West, West Brom. But yeah, I mean, it, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Well, let's, let's hope if West Brom score, he doesn't do a little jig on the sideline like he did in the <laughs> FA Cup final. Well, we'll see. And we'll bring in our, our colleague Lee Wilmot, is also here. Um, he, he's been at the game tonight, and yeah, I mean, we'll get his thoughts on it. But also, Alan Pardew, we just mentioned, you know, could be, uh, could be coming up against Palace there on Saturday. That'd be uh, interesting. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit in agreement with Roy Hodgson, if I'm honest. Um, the manager or merry-go-round always brings up former managers, former players here, there and everywhere. And it's 
I can understand his point of view that it's sometimes difficult to kind of to get hyped up in the way that the media um, in the media <laughs> want you to. Um, you're always going to come up against someone that's got a connection with a club. But it will be interesting from Palace's point of view. There's there's quite a few players here at Palace that were brought in by um, Pardew and, and and thrived under Pardew um, from time to time as well. Um, obviously, it didn't end particularly well for him. That's why he's still not here. He's not here now. Sorry. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Um, but you just look at the way uh, Palace have turned things on and turned the corner. I think another phrase that Roy doesn't really like uh, in the last uh, week or two. Um, and I think you've got to you've got to be going there um, full of confidence. Really. You said you mentioned there about um, you know, players with players or managers with connections. You know, with Palace. We saw one tonight in Glen Murray um, playing for, for Brighton. And in fairness, he, he got a good reception thing from both sets of fans. He did, and I said to him afterwards, um, he's probably the only player that's uh, that's going to get that reaction from both sets of fans. Mm. He didn't really respond to that question very <laughs> much in true Glen Murray style. Um, but he is. He, he is a unique case um, in, in terms of this fixture in that he's loved by Palace, he's loved by Brighton. Uh, he didn't get the goal uh, for Brighton, so he remains in Palace's good books for the time being. I think, Mark, that's, doesn't he? That's because he scores goal for Palace. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the fans <laughs> were singing. Yeah, exactly. You know, he, he, you know, scoring goals for Palace, Glenn Murray. I think so, that, that, uh, was the, that was the uh, chart as he was going off. It was. It? It was yeah. In fairness to to him, he you know he put he wanted to obviously put in a performance to try and get a win for Brighton, and he didn't play badly, did he? But I think. Palace did a good job. Of I thought Glenn, Glenn played very well for Brighton, and um, you know he, he is such a clever player. At Thirty-four. He's. Um, it, it, I mean, we. It's just just such a shame the way he left Palace. He he's still. Okay, I know we know how football works, but it's such a shame he had to leave. He wasn't wanted, if you like. Um, but uh, and obviously we heard that from Steve Parrish last week. It was a mistake letting him go. Um, and I would still. I would like to. I would have loved to still see him. Uh, Palace still, but yeah, tonight very, um, very clever. His, his movement off the ball, his touches, uh, bringing people into play, and, and uh, he nearly got rewarded with a goal. But obviously, Andrews Townsend cleared off the line. And he was delighted with the reception he got from both sets of fans. Of course, well. yeah. From your point of view, how do you think Palace can build on this? Um, it's a point um, away from home at your big rivals, um, a clean sheet as well. Um, there's lots of things to be positive about there. Yes, it wasn't the greatest greatest game in the world. Um, there's a big build-up, and so often when we give these games a big build-up, they uh, fail to live up to expectations. Mm. Um, but after a last-cast win against Stoke, um, a point at your bitter rivals, um, keeping a clean sheet as well, the way Roy sets them up to play, um, he builds from the back. Um, Andros Townsend has said that tonight, that that's what he focuses on first, building from the back and making them solid, and then they get to play um, from there on after that. And if they can start stringing a few clean sheets together then they're always going to pick up points and, and they need that right now um, they're not cut adrift um, there's plenty of time still to turn this around and I think you can see they're already starting to do that and as Mark mentioned earlier on this podcast the, the runner games they've got they've got that every chance to do that exactly but it wouldn't be Palace if um, if they didn't throw in a, a, a rubbish performance somewhere <laughs> against one of these teams they're expected to beat and then go and beat one of the uh, one of the, the bigger lights um, so we'll just have to wait and see really I think but under Hodgson I think uh, they've got the right manager in charge to, to, to keep them set up and keep them solid important to get these points on the board now um, before it's Arsenal and Manchester City at the end of December isn't it mm -hmm. so um, they, know, they, they know the task in hand so they've got to get the points on the board but you know like you, like you said West Brom then you've got Bournemouth Watford Leicester and Swansea before yeah. Christmas. You know, I mean, those those are the sort of games that they've got to try and get their points in. And then, if they can, then who knows? By Christmas, we might be talking about them being out of the bottom three. 
Okay, well, well, we'll round it up there. Good night again for for Palace. In they, they, they've got a point. They've uh, they've come to Brighton. They, they've ground out a result, and uh, they go home at least with a point in, in in the bag and a clean sheet, and to uh, to put down for the first one for the season. So I'll be at West Brom on uh, on Saturday uh, at the Hawthorns. We'll uh, we'll see if they can make extend this unbeaten run to four games and uh, join us there.